Hello humans, hello humans. 8.17 this morning on the 23rd of August. Heading inland to do chores. Have to stop and get some information along the way. And um, do regular stuff today. <sighs> it's, it's weird. We've got... Um, uh, early morning cold temperatures but late in the afternoon warm temperatures so this is our typical fall pattern and it's moved in a bit early in that um, uh, it was here probably three weeks ago we started getting into this so our fall is about uh, three weeks early and it's a little deep we've had some pretty cold weather on the beach uh, down in the 40s and then the next day it'd be like you know up in upper 40s and uh, low 50s so it was quite odd here today we've got um, a lot of uh, smoke from east of the mountains and um, uh, from north that's moved down and we're getting it's mixed with our fog so it's a it's sort of smog right and uh, so you get that strange kind of um, uh, color from the sun which <laughs> colors everything in your reality a little odd you know sort of sort of orangey pinkish everywhere anyway sucking down the coffee because I've been working too hard and staying up too late and getting up too early trying to get my my portion of our work done I belong to a self-organizing collective of a, a bunch of old farts and um, this is our Ralph group are radical ass linguistic fuckers and uh, we're working on this um, uh, manual about how to use these mind-to-machine interfaces it's interesting I don't have one of these machines I'd really like to explore one if you know if the deep state ever gets uh, you know if they ever upchuck any of this stuff out of the holes in the ground um, I'd be I'd love to get my hands on one and and explore it and see how close our manual actually is. Ah, great. Uh, traffic shit in, uh, in the fog. <laughs> Flashing signs in the fog. Just what you want to see, right? Okay, what's this up here? Uh, they're working on shit. I've seen the um, vast quantities of gravel being hauled, so I knew something was up. Anyway, though, um, so our Ralph group's been uh, pursuing a lot of this ancient text for a bunch of other reasons and that's when I stumbled across this right um, about this idea of, of hidden information in ancient literature beyond simply um, the Old Testament beyond the Torah uh, which has the hidden information about the Elohim the space aliens then you go and you look at the any of these things where the gods show up right the gods are always space aliens uh, they're always corporeal. There's always more than one of them. They always refer to them as the gods in a plural sense. Elohim, Theoi, etc. Devas. Um, and so um, so this is a pattern that's been repeated uh, uh, across uh, various different cultures. And, and so we've been going through there, uh, through this old literature, saying, okay, uh, let's examine the source material for 
really old religious stuff and see what's there if we read it as though it had nothing at all to do with religion and we're just going to take the author at their word that uh, what they're writing about actually happened was a physical reality and not some uh, fantasy or psychedelic journey or whatever, right? And so if you do that and you even like with the Quran, right? You go and you read that. Uh, uh, you're talking about Muhammad actually explicitly um, taking shelter in a cave and in that cave meeting an archangel. Okay, and these archangels are not like the rest of the Elohim. They were a, a genetically modified uh, version of the El. Uh, you know, they're big, they're enforcers, um, uh, that sort of thing, right? They were the police force. And so um, all of our, a lot of ours, uh, models for our social order derive from the, the space aliens, from the devas, from the Elohim, all of whom had the same uh, social structure. So uh, I do, as well as most of the people within the, my little Ralph collective here, uh, we think uh, that uh, it was the same, same batch, the same group, and that these guys were, uh, we know that they were com combative um, with the humans on the planet, and we also know that they were combative within their own um, social structure. So uh, basically, uh, we were invaded by a um, group of beings that uh, fought among themselves for uh, whatever was motivating them, right? Which we presume to be hormones, because there's all kinds of stuff in there about the um, the Elohim and the Devas and the Theoi uh, really getting off on hormones and doing lots of stuff with hormones. Uh, so, um, so like I say, so our suppos my supposition is that this is the case that these guys were uh, invaders and that they. Um, um, came here, they had the same social order, they were combative fuckers that um, uh, fought among themselves when they couldn't fight with us. Uh, they apparently fought with the um, existent, advanced uh, human social organization that was here on the planet. And so you may find people that are saying, well, it was the Atlanteans or whatever, right? But I think Atlantis went down when uh, these uh, space aliens attacked. I think that uh, Atlantis was one of the uh, casualties of this. Uh, so I'm not, uh, so I am of the opinion, this is not shared with the, um, uh, the rest of the Ralph group, right? I'm not putting any, anything on them. So I'm just saying that it is my opinion that um, the meteors that crashed in and destroyed the Laurentian ice sheet and freed the, it was already melted, or there was a giant huge lake in the middle of this, uh, of the Laurentian ice sheet, right? And they, the estimate on it was that the, this over Canada, uh, from the St. Lawrence Seaway all the way over to uh, British Columbia, to the mountains in, um, in British Columbia. It's all frozen, giant ice sheet. And uh, because of the St. Lawrence Seaway uh, River, that's what it was called, was the Laurentian ice, ice Sheet. 
there was a lake in there that they uh, estimated was a thousand miles by 600 miles uh, and very deep. We don't know how deep, but it was still a lake on top of ice. So I'm of the opinion that as part of their uh, invasion, that these, um, uh, the Devas, the L, uh, and I think the L were a small minor group within the Devas um, that were on their own, just like all these other groups, right? So um, anyway, but uh, getting back to the point, I think that the, uh, the Devas, the invaders, used meteorites, uh, meteors, and they deliberately crashed the meteors into Earth in order to cause the uh, disruption in North America. Uh, the, the Great Flood and all of this. Um, at that same time, they took an island out that was between Antarctica and uh, the tip of South America. And that island allowed uh, Antarctica to be ice-free and tropical because it, it took warm currents down the west coast of um, uh, the Americas directly into Antarctica. When that island was removed, all of a sudden, the currents flowed an entirely different way, and um, they started going in a circle around Antarctica, as did the winds, and that formed a uh, barrier, a wind barrier, that wouldn't allow the warmth in anymore, and uh, Antarctica was then turned into basically a cold funnel. It would just funnel heat off the planet and accept cold down in the middle uh, of this... this um, uh, semicircular um, vortex thing that formed uh, within the, the wind. So um, prior to the attack, prior to the removal of the island, um, Antarctica was warm and tropical. Thereafter, it was frozen. It became frozen because of this attack. This attack uh, happened, uh, we think, around 12, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, 12 to 15,000 years back, right? It, it seems to be about 12,000 years. Um, we may have been scouted and, and there may have been skirmishes going back a couple of thousand years before that. But in any event, though, so they did that. Antarctica becomes frozen. That's where Atlantis was. All of the people die, all of that kind of shit. Everything gets frozen up. Atlantis is still there, and that's what all of the... Uh, that's why all the governments are there working their ass off and putting all this money into it. It has nothing to do with climate science, has nothing to do with um, uh, that sort of thing. These guys are, are they're not archaeologists or, or just generalized earth science guys. These, the people that are there are intent on recovering technology uh, from uh, the old Atl Atlantean civilization. Now, just as an aside, okay, it's come out recently about the climate stuff, about the UN and how they, they hoaxed up the climate deal. They made, they did a study, okay, and they'll reference this study and they keep referencing it, saying that this is the definitive study that proves that the climate is changing and it's all being caused by humans and we're all going to die because we're farting and breathing too much and we've got to kill everything in order to save the planet. Save the planet for who is another issue, but nonetheless, here's how they did it. The UN mailed out 10,000 letters to people that they describe as scientists, okay? Lots of these people have no accreditation whatsoever. If you go back and check through them, you find out that a lot of these people are just wackadoodle um, uh, in, uh, individuals and or are um, 
employees of governments, okay? Not necessarily even accredited employees of governments, okay? So uh, as, a, as an issue or as an example, the head of the World Health Organization, a guy by the name of Tedros, is not a doctor, even though he claims that status. He's never been to medical school. He's a, an Ethiopian terrorist uh, that got promoted by the WEF and, and run up into the UN in order to hold the, the title of the head of the World Health Organization to do what he's told. And he has no compunction, no problems in killing people. Anyway, so uh, their climate science, they mail out 10,000 letters and 3,000 people responded back. So they lost 7,000. They just said, ah, fuck you. So 3,000 people respond back. And out of those 3,000 people, they chose 77 responses. So this was the largest climate study ever done with the 10,000 mail-outs, but they neglect to tell you that they're dealing with only 77 responses. One response said, humans ain't doing shit to climate, you people are idiots. 76 of those 77 responses said, oh my God, oh my God, humans are causing climate. You know, that we're farting our way into extinction. So, uh, so what they did was to cherry pick those 76 responses out of, um, the 10,000, but then they claimed that the 77 that they got was the entirety of the study. They said that was their 100%, and therefore only one out of 77 scientists thinks that uh, climate is not being destroyed by humans because they have that that huge skewed uh, uh, ratio there, right? And so basically their whole study was ratioed. Uh, you know, so many people didn't respond, and, and of the 3,000 that responded, the vast majority, all but but 76 of them, uh, said, you guys are full of shit. That Humans don't have anything to do with, with causing climate. There aren't enough of us. We don't put out enough carbon dioxide, blah, 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 blah. And the fact of the matter is that a single volcano, there's there's... At any given time, there's 50 active volcanoes on the planet. A single volcano erupting uh, eliminates all of the carbon dioxide savings of Greta's whole generation in the first hour. So this is all a bunch of horseshit, complete horseshit. Anyway, though, so within the complete horseshit of all of this, um, we're looking at trying to re, uh, re to piece together the history here, right? And we know that this whole thing is a farce, that all of the, um, the shit that the, um, the powers that be, the mother weffers, your uh, personal government, everything they say is a lie. It's all going towards this narradime that is 100% bogus, right? There were giants on earth. We know this. Uh, you know, there's, there's been uh, 50 different species of humans. 50 different species, coneheads, small humans, big humans, all different kinds of humans, right? We're genetically modified all the fucking gone, but we're genetically modified not by the insertion of any genes because our human skills can't do that, nor can the aliens apparently. And so they didn't put any genes into us, they removed genes. Uh, so we have 23 pairs of chromosomes. Almost all other uh, creatures but all other primates have even-numbered pairs of chromosomes. We're, we're the oddity because we have an odd number of pairs. We have the 23, right? Uh, instead of 24, 26, or 28, like all the other primates. Anyway, though, so um, uh, 
we've been genetically modified by the removal. We know that there were species of humans that did not have number two gene removed, but instead had number 15 removed. And this was the Homo uh, capensis, the coneheads. They've got, they've got uh, a fused point between, or where number 15 gene sequence should be. So their 15th gene sequence was removed. There's still 23 pair, but they're a different 23 chromosome uh, than us. And thus they have the big cone heads, maybe even had psychic powers, who the fuck knows. And there are probably still a few of them alive. We think that the Rothschilds are within that lineage, that they're a homo capensis uh, hybrid. Anyway, uh, so... Uh, when the space aliens uh, attacked us, uh, from that point on... Uh, Alright, so I'm of the opinion that you cannot apply uh, Darwinian evolution to humans. And you cannot apply that to humans even in advance of us being um, uh, invaded by the space aliens in the, uh, in the last... Uh, in the last 12,000 years, 12,000 years ago, right? Even before that, uh, humans were 23 pairs um, uh, in general, and uh, we were not uh, like the other primates, and so we were modified way the fuck before that by something else. Long and complicated, right? Anyway, so our history is not as we've been told. It's, um, it's um, going to be busting out here as we come on into... Uh, the chaos of, of all of this stuff that's going to be emerging because we're at that point, right? The Neurodyme is breaking down. The Overwoo is taking over. Um, it's going to be the, it's the end of the Cartesian um, construct of the world that matter is, is dominant and we're, we're switching back to the other concept that mind or consciousness is dominant. This is going to cause a... Um, uh, a big upending in our social order because of the uh, fundamental nature of that that um, paradigm uh, is so pervasive and so dominant, and um, it's going to take a while. So this will this will take us a number of years, maybe decades, for this paradigm new new paradigm to be established of uh, consciousness ruling and all of our science swapping around and all this sort of thing, but we're right in the middle of it now. So it's a very exciting time uh, to be alive. It's going to be all kinds of strange stuff going on, and it's going to seemingly get stranger and more bizarre as we um, uh, progress through time here. This is certainly going to be true of um, events and stuff that happen here in the USA. Uh, well, also, well, all of the North America, but all over the planet, but we're the ones that are really in the in the midst of the chaos now, right? So when um, uh, uh, so the Ukraine war is going to end, the Ukraine army is going to collapse. There's going to be a, this is all this fall. So I don't actually. So let me get back into some data kind of stuff here. Uh, there's vast quantities of um, uh, chaos showing up in the data. Uh, it's going to be just a um, giant mishmash of everything coming unglued all at once uh, uh, starting at the end of this month. So it would be like Memorial Day weekend on. So like the 30th of August on, we're going to start getting into a period of um, a great deal of chaos, a great deal of upset, 
Um, if it's not in upheaval now, it will be by then relative to, you know, I don't care if it's sports or, you know, what aspect of science or whatever, there's just going to be all kinds of new shit pouring out um, as we go forward here. And it's going to pick up and dominate. Uh, so the chaos aspect of things is going to be really dominating uh, from uh, September onward. You can say from the 1st of September through the rest of this year and into next year, it's going to be um, uh, quite frothy, quite, quite um, the uh, pressured um, change as everything comes up. Uh, for re-examination, for changing, for uh, for a, a new look at all of this stuff because of everything else that's going on that's in chaos. Now, we know that the uh, Biden regime is trying to do their uh, lockdown. They're going to try it for another variant of COVID. It's not going to work. Uh, people are going to rebel. No one's going to go along with it. Or, well, some small portion probably will, though some small portion will feel okay about it. But you got to understand that even the, the normies that were compliant last time are going to be really looking askance at it this time. And, you know, we don't have um, any of the kinds of pressure for, um, you know, the... Uh, deaths and so on. Anytime anybody brings up a death, I'm going to say shot, not COVID, that sort of thing, right? So there's going to be all sorts of pushback on this that won't allow what they want, which is the the lockdown all through the election cycle so that they can get um, the uh, get the Biden regime back in. And it's, uh, it's going to be quite chaotic here as we uh, proceed on all of this. I don't know how it's going to end up, but I don't see the, well, it's not going to end, so to speak, but I mean, I don't know how it's going to evolve, how it's going to mature in terms of details, but the data sets uh, have nothing at all in the way of a um, uh, cohesion around the idea of the lockdowns and, and that sort of thing. So I don't think that's going to fly. I, I just actually don't think that people will accept it and that however much they push on it, they're going to get so much pushback that they just basically drop it because it is non-productive and not worth their, their trouble. They've got a real problem. The problem comes down to a level of emotionality involved in anything they do. If they get enough pushback, then uh, their pushing harder makes you push yourself harder and become more firm in your stance. And they don't want that. This is all mind control. So they can't have you adopting an attitude about this shit, right? That's the last thing that they can, can have happen is for you to have an attitude that hardens, that basically says, fuck them, because then they know they're screwed. There's no way they can manipulate you on this. And that we're getting to that point where the Kazarian Mafia just is unable to really deal with uh, the situation that they've uh, set up and um, its degradation. They never, they never figured that they would lose. They, they were just so arrogant and so um, uh, sure of their uh, techniques or technology or whatever that they, they just never had any allowances for its failure. And of course, it has failed. And it's continuing to fail, and it's going to get even worse. So, this fall is going to be massively chaotic, uh, but I don't expect it to be 
um, the kind of controlled chaos that the powers that be want. I expect it to be actual chaos of uh, the final aspects of the Overwu subsuming all of the uh, remnants of the paradigm. And that'll include the lockdowns, that'll include the idea that doctors know what the fuck they're doing, that our science has any um, moral legitimacy. So as Descartes dies, as the Cartesian model of reality, um, I think, therefore I am, as that dies uh, and is replaced by I am, therefore I think, uh, models of, of our um, our reality, then we um, we're getting into this uh, radically different uh, system, radically different um, uh, arrangement of our commonly shared reality. So we're going to see this uh, breakdown of the dollar. We're going to see the breakdown of the uh, stock markets. We're going to see the corruption of the stock market come out, where people say, "Oh my God! Oh my God!" There's you know supposedly X number of shares of this particular company sold and now it turns out there's 99 million more shares of this company sold and no one knows which share is legit therefore all shares are um, are bogus and it's going to be that kind of chaos and it's going to affect the money it's going to, going to get everything and a lot of it's going to derive from the problems that the uh, central bank structure is going to have in attempting to maintain their dominance over the planet which it's failing you know they're losing it now so it's not going to happen uh that they'll remain dominant and here we go we're off in a um uh let's build it ourselves world and the kazarian mafia can't have that they must have systemization they must have control in order to even exist so if the central banks fail or when the central banks fail they are failing now even as they are failing now Klaus Schwab is losing all of his money. Um, George Soros is losing all of his money. Their their whole thing is eroding. The uh, ability to rake off money from uh, the central bank uh, structure and funnel it into the WEF and all and the UN and all these people is collapsing, and thus their whole narradigm is collapsing because the ability to do the enforcement can't be paid for anymore. So you got a lot of newspapers and stuff. They can't afford to the WEF and all these people. They can put the money in there, but it doesn't buy much anymore, right? So they're having that the breakdown of the mainstream media. People aren't um, paying any attention. So the, naturally, the ad rates are falling off and this kind of thing, which means that their impact is less. And it just keeps going on and it keeps snowballing. And that's basically where we're at. Is we're at the snowball is rolling down the hill, and it's, it's going to crush the. Um, the Weff Village at the bottom of the mountain, and it's a giant snowball, and it's gaining more mass as it as it continues. And uh, uh, my data scanning indicates in the immediacy values that um, September is going to be very lively. Um, right from the get-go, there will be things happening. The rate at which stuff happens, especially within money stuff is going to extremely um, is going to get very rapid as it it speeds up there's going to be um, slips or gaps in the ability of the central banks to control stuff and so we'll we'll have episodes and so we'll start having uh, episodes come to light 
um, within the economy, uh, within the, uh, so not the economy, but the financial system and uh, the banking system, the movement of money, these kind of things. We're going to have all of these sorts of episodes that will emerge as we go forward into September. They're going to cause real problems with banking structures, with uh, for the individual people, etc. Um, relative to the flow of uh, funds. Now, there's going to be bank failures. There's going to be um, people getting locked out of their accounts uh, by different uh, causes, some of which will be blamed on software. And this is, this is at the point where we're at now, where proffered reasons for why uh, something occurred, you'll just have to ignore. So it is not true that the electrical power lines in any way affected the fires in Maui. They didn't cause them, they didn't exacerbate them, uh, they didn't spread them. So the electrical power lines being on and those images were put out by mainstream media that you would have a why to be able to put with the paradigm of the horrible climate change, blah, blah, blah. And in fact, of course, we know it was direct energy weapons probably produced by Raytheon and um, uh, Boeing. And so, I mean, Boeing and Raytheon manufacture these direct energy weapons and they put them in airplanes and they put them in satellites and all this kind of shit. So it's quite believable that the powers that be would get their hands on them and use them for this effect. You know, it's um, uh, really interesting that those power line fires stopped right at the edge of Oprah's property. Though it's interesting that the power line fires came no closer to Obama's property than 300 yards, all the way around. Okay, so, and it's also really cool that the uh, power line and the fire knows not to burn, not to burn trees. They know that it's the evil humans and not the evil trees that are causing the problems for the climate. Man, giant rocks, huge, so three rocks to, to a semi-trailer, uh, to a... Um, a low boy, uh, oversized load, semi-trailer hauling three rocks. So rocks bigger than my cars. I don't know what they're doing. Probably got to uh, repair a slide area or something. Anyway, um, I'm getting into town here. So uh, stuff's passing me. The big road crews are going heading north. Um, Yeah, so uh, the, the why part of all of this, especially for the financial, you, you've got to just disregard. Every time you hear it, you have to say, that's a lie, okay? Uh, just so that you reinforce in your own mind and don't accept in your own mind the shit that the media is pumping out. So just tell yourself, that's media, they're lying. And, and just let it go. Not put any effort into to it at all. Okay, guys, I'm going to have to... Um, shut off here. I've got to pay attention to my driving and stuff here, but uh, it's going to be very interesting uh, starting in a uh, week as we get into the 30th of August and onward. Uh, it starts really picking up. We're going to hit a, um, a bulge in uh, what the data said would be activity. That bulge should hit us around the 16th or 17th of September and continue through the rest of the, the month. It'll slack off a little tiny bit the last week in September and then reappear as a larger bulge 
in uh, the first week of October. Probably around October 2nd it'll start off again according to the data anyway. Okay, so gotta go. Talk to you guys later. Probably do one of these on the way out.